This is awesome. Welcome, Paula. Thank you for having me, Akshay. Uh, I am so excited to chat with you. I have so many questions, and I'm going to start with you. Hopefully, I have a lot of answers. <laughs> oh, um, I imagine you will. It's going to be so much fun. Nice. Um, so for people who don't know you very well, Paula, if you think about the industry where you see yourself in, um, how would how would you place yourself in um, uh, so what industry would you say you're in and then how would you think of as trends that are really important for people that maybe are they don't do the kind of work that you do to be um, that they'd be interested in sure so uh, my industry is sales and marketing mainly working on the advertisement sales side and uh, I think one of the hardest things to do and what I've seen is for brands to stay relevant as our society changes, as the boomers are aging, the millennials and now the Generation Zs um, are growing up and are becoming our main consumer. It's hard for brands and for legendary brands to to catch their attention and to get their their share wallet and uh to, ident- to have the young generations identify uh, with themselves. So that's, that's I see, as, as the biggest challenge for, for businesses moving forward is, is engaging those younger audiences. Do you see that as being something new with this in, in the last decade? Or uh, do you feel like that's just sort of an ever-present ever challenge in the kind of work that is involved in selling um uh, in sales and sort of especially the, the media and ad world that you live in? I think the, it's especially challenging now. I feel like um, maybe 20, 30 years ago, the world was, for a lack of a better word, simpler. Uh, the media vehicles were less. You had TV, print, out of home and radio and there wasn't and even within tv you have a very limited amount of channels so when you were when you were trying to get your message out there you were only looking at like four or five vehicles at the most now and and pretty much as a brand you own the message right whatever you wanted to say you were the one that put it out there and you were in control so it was easier to engage the generation at the moment now we have uh the internet, social media, where it's a democracy of messages and everybody, even though the brand will try to control the message as much as possible, the consumer, it's 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 in power and it's scary from, for some brands and not so much for others. So I think because now there's so many shiny lights out there, shiny lights, sorry, out there, um, it's making it hard for brands to control this message. And a lot of brands don't know, what do I do in Snapchat? What do I do with Instagram? Do I just put my commercial on Facebook and call it a day? And that's, it's not really how it works. So I feel like the media uh, vehicles and the ecosystem is more complex than what it was 20, 30 years ago, making it more difficult for brands to connect with younger generations. Did you know that you would end up doing uh, work in branding and marketing? Uh, if you asked me 20 years ago, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I had no idea what I wanted to do when I grew up. I still don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. 
I think that there's some element of that for all of us. Yeah. What, did you, what did you think uh, that you would do when you were a kid? Well, what was that again? Sorry. When you were a kid, what did you want to do as a grown up? As a grown up, I wanted to be a doctor singer. So, yeah. And a secretary. I wanted to do three things. A secretary, singer, that is also a doctor. That's quite a mix. Yes, it was quite the mix. And my mom told me I had to choose one and uh, I chose none of the above. <laughs> but uh, yeah, doctor, I realized that if I saw blood, uh, I, I, I pretty much pass out every time I go to the doctor and they have to draw blood just for like my regular yeah. annual checkup. I'm like, lay me on the bed, please. And uh, I'm going to pass out on you. So that was out. Uh, singer, no, like the, the, the glass chatters and then a uh, secretary <laughs> and then secretary. I, I did that for a year and then I got bored. So I moved on. So yeah, <laughs> that was um, it. <laughs> well, at least you tried two of the three. Hey, so. I gave it a try. <laughs> um, so, so you didn't want to do it. What is what 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 landed you, uh, you know, in in sales? How did you end up there? Um, it was almost by accident. So I graduated in uh, from Hunter College with a double major in a theater in media, because my my deep dark secret is that you know I acting wanted to be an actress was kind of like my frustrated dream I guess so I was like oh let me do a double major in theater and media so um I ended up in media sales so like I got an internship after I graduated since I was working in plays and production and that wasn't really paying off so I was like oh here's some media job that is actually going to pay the bills and uh, that was an internship that led to the first job and to the next one and to the next one and to the next one and here I am 10 years after nice mm-hmm. um what um as you look back at your career uh, i know mm-hmm. Kellogg, you spent a lot of time reflecting and all that great stuff um what what do you think is the best mistake you made or if i were to put it differently what was your favorite failure that you know something that really set your trajectory at a very accelerated pace or a different pace or a pace that you really like hmm. that's a good question i mean i think um when i recently moved to because i, I used to live in new york and when i moved my first moved here to to miami uh on my recent position i wanted to show everybody because I was new on the job and I was coming from New York. So I wanted to show people that um, I got this, I got everything under control. I, I don't need any help. Right. And I can get that and I can get it done all by myself. So, uh, and I was managing a, a team of like uh, seven wonderful people. And I remember one of them, we were doing a project for, for a brand, branded content. And I was like, sure, just give me the idea. Great. I'm going to go, run with it and and produce it and go to Mexico and go to the shoot and do this and do that. And then the final product, you know, it it sucked. It wasn't, it was kind of awful. 
So, and it all happened because I wanted to prove that I could do it all by myself, right? Um, that I was their boss and I had the expertise. And obviously I was wrong about that because each one of my team members is an expert in each of their areas. And then I realized that as a leader, my job was not to get the job done all by myself, but to make way for my team to do the best that they could and to open the doors for them and to get rid of the obstacles so they can do whatever they were the best at doing. So that changed my mentality from a know-it-all, do-it-all, you're the woman kick ass to sit back and, and focus more on discovering what is each person's expertise and trust them and, and give them wings, kind mm-hmm. of. So that was, yeah, that mistake was, it hurt. <laughs> and um, how did you, how did you recover from that? What, what did you, um, you know, it's, it's hard to pick yourself back up. Um, when when you've got a realization like that so how yeah how did that well there was a there was a lot of damage control right so first i i had to speak to a client come up with different ways to make it good to them and then there was particularly two team members that i had a one-on-one pretty much saying admitting you know to my to my, I don't know, pride <laughs> that uh, that I was doing the wrong that I not that not that I did the wrong thing, but that I I didn't give them the freedom to do what they had to. So it was a lot of difficult conversations. That's how I fixed it. I fixed it with owning it and having a lot of not a lot, like a couple of difficult conversations and opening up. And then ever since that, it worked. Like my team had a lot of respect for me for admitting to the to the to the fault, and obviously I had a lot of respect for them um, because after that we were able to work on on great things. Do you um, do you think of um, either a quote that comes to mind often in difficult situations, or guiding principles that stay constant um, in? in the way that you handle tough situations? Not in the way that I handle tough situations, but in the way that I try to live my life now. It's by, I think it was by Picasso, what he said that inspiration has to find us working. Uh, And that's sort of like... Well, I guess that helps also deal with difficult situations because it's like at any time where you're problem solving or you're trying to figure out how to get of how to get out of any kind of like hard situation or come up with new ideas or solutions, you, you always have to keep trying and keep looking and don't hope that the answer is gonna fall from heaven. <laughs> um, That's really interesting. I just looked up that quote; it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, inspiration exists, but it has to find you working. Yes. I think it was That's Picasso. Was it, was it probably yeah. Picasso, the one that said it? Yeah. 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 
Um, I, I know that hard work and um, sort of sheer determination has sort of been such a big part of uh, your life. And certainly some of the stories that you share bring that up um, in, in our one-on-one conversations. As you think about the, the way that you've worked in the last couple of years and um, maybe if you think of it from a principles approach, what values and principles have changed in the last couple of years? Um, what would you say? I actually don't think many have changed. I think that at the core, they're still the same. Work ethics, respect, you know, work hard, be honest. Like, And no matter what you do, like I remember my mom always said, like, it doesn't matter if you want to be the guy that sweeps the street, make sure you are the best freaking sweeper out there. <laughs> so that's sort of like trying to 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 be the best. Um, it's still there. And uh, I think is what drove me to to commit to make the mistake that, that I was telling you about before. But uh but that's still there is just that it switched to okay maybe let me switch to being the best leader and the best guide and learn how to mm-hmm. handle different difficult situations. But, but my core is still the same. My, my, my work ethics, be responsible, be part of the team. Like that's, that's not going away. I think uh, I am who I am. I have been who I am for the last, I don't want to say my age, 30 plus years. Um, but some things have changed in a good way. I think the the more opening, opening and allowing others to come in has is the one thing that has changed. Do you have an unusual habit uh, or something absurd um, that that you love? <laughs> mm, I don't know if this is like that unusual. I just. I just like to have everything like super organized. Uh, so like in my closet, like I organize everything by colors. So like, and even like when I'm hanging my shirts, it has to go from like, it has to fade like the color of the rainbow, like blue, green, yellow, like it can just be like all over the place. And I think it looks pretty and it's pleasant when I go in my closet and I look at it. Uh, and then the rest of the house still has to be like very neat. And I get mad at Michael when he invites people over and the house is not in perfect shape. That's funny. And he knows that. <laughs> he learned. He learned the highway the first the first time. I was like, why are you inviting your friends? What? It's not perfect. So <laughs> he's like, what did I do wrong? He's like, ah. Oh, We'll talk later. <laughs> um. <laughs> so I know it's just, just who I am. I know. Um, and he knows now. <laughs> he cleans. He makes sure he cleans. He's like, "Hey, babe, so so and so is coming over, but I clean the house. Don't worry. I put everything away." I was like, "Okay." That's that's so funny. Um. <laughs> What one thing I'm curious about, like I don't think we've talked about this uh, for as much as we stay in touch. 
Um, what have you been reading it lately that's interesting? Uh, really, all the case studies for my advertisement. <laughs> 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 <And>, uh, <laughs> uh, for brand strategy and for advertising strategy and uh, all of those case studies are always, always interesting. I think the last full book I read um, was The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Mm. Uh, and then before that is my favorite that I keep reading over and over, which is uh, 100 Years of Solitude huh. by um, Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Yeah. Do you yeah, read that Spanish or Spanish? Hmm? Oh, Spanish. Yeah. Yes, yes. I feel like if you know the native language, um, stick to the, because those are the words of the author, the way he meant them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't speak the native, native language, then yeah, like, like Michael read it, but he read it in English, but I have to read it in Spanish. It's so beautiful. That's, that's so funny. Um, yeah, I don't think I've read that book and, um, it keeps on coming up. The other one, of course, Love in the Time of Cholera is really timely given what we're at right now. I know, right? <laughs> oh, there's even a movie. There's a movie for that one. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what are you most looking forward to once once this is done, once Kellogg is wrapped up um, and you're not reading case studies um, <laughs> and we're not spending the evenings and weekends on conference calls for projects? Um, what are you most looking forward to? Um. Well, I have to say that I don't dislike doing that, so I'm going to be a little bit sad when that goes away. But I look forward to, yeah, I guess going back to a little more of like my fiction reading and really, really focusing on my career back again. Um, Looking for the job that a job that I like that I look forward to going to every day Mm. because I don't want to just do the job to do the job and to get the paycheck I want to really 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 be excited about my job like yes guys like let's do this it's gonna be great so I'm really looking forward to focusing on finding that what 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 that is Mm. which is going to be in the brand management and marketing um, world. I don't, I don't think all of a sudden I'm going to go back to being a doctor. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that would be, that would be quite a pivot after, after the MBA, if you decided to go be a doctor. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> I'll call John Panji. I was like, can you teach me how to be a doctor? Um. <laughs> So we're in the middle of a really tough time um, in the world. Uh, people are scared. The stock market's crashing. And it's changed a lot in the last um, last week or so. Um, and one thing I'm wondering is if you look past the, the panic and if you look past this, this latest crisis, which will pass, um, and if you look ahead for the future, let's say three or five years, what makes you most hopeful for the world? 
what makes me most hopeful for the world? I guess the way to see how people are responding uh, with kindness and, and empathy and, and helping each other out. I think a lot of times, including myself, like we all get wrapped up in our little universes and it's all about me, 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 and what do I need for me and forget about the rest. So what's most hopeful for me is to just to kind of like hit that reset button, which I think this is what he's doing, you know, it's like hit reset and, and evaluate what's really important. And I mean, Hopefully, yeah, after this, people see that, what's what really matters. I'm actually calling my mom and my sister more than I used to and, uh, and my friends. And, and it's funny how something like this has to happen. So, yeah, yeah just hoping for the world to collaborate, really. You know, we can get more done if we all work together than if we try to do everything ourselves like I learned four years ago. Yeah. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you for sharing. Oh, no. Thank you for having me, actually.